Oh my gosh. Welcome back, guys, to season two of Get This Cake podcast. I am so happy to be behind the mic again. Let me tell you, it has been so weird not interacting with you all, not working on an episode for the next coming week. I mean, that one week break was definitely necessary, but I am just so happy to be back and I'm so excited for this upcoming season for you guys. Um, We will definitely have more guests and lots of other great stories that I would love to share with you all. And season one was just roller coaster. It was such a thrill. I had so much fun being able to produce that first season for you all. And while I was gone, I noticed that we have some new listeners from New Jersey as well as Florida. So shout out to you all. Thank you so much for everyone who tuned into season one and welcome to season two of Get This Cake. Now, this past week that I took off was really interesting and I tried my best to keep it as productive as possible to really reflect on what type of content I want to produce for the second season. And one thing for me is I really do not like to half-ass anything. I don't. If I cannot strive for perfection, if I cannot perfect my craft, especially when it comes to my creative projects, I probably just won't do them at all. And that's just how I know I am and that's how I operate. And it's quite frankly something I don't want to change because I truly believe quality over quantity always will conquer. And it really does show. I mean, even when I look at my analytics, if I look at an episode that didn't do as well as I thought it could, I I will make sure that I put 110% more effort into the next one. So that one week I took off, I that's what I wanted to focus on was how to deliver even a better season for all of you all. And, you know, really make sure that my audience feels appreciated and engaged with the show. Um, and I really took time to focus on me. And I talk about this a lot on this series is balance. And, you know, you have to be able to take care of yourself to produce um good acts of service to others in your life and I needed to take time for me to also be able to be that for you guys as the host of the show and one of the things the biggest topic for today's discussion um, and I am quoting something I heard if you are not trying to grow as a person what are you doing in Toronto and let me tell you that sentence is now engraved in my memory for a good reason. (laughs) For a good reason. I realized in basically a month and a half will be mark one full year of me being a resident in the city. And yeah, it's been a pandemic, a panorama, a panini, a pregnancy test, a parallelogram. (laughs) But... I really came here to grow. I came here to evolve as a creative. I came here to evolve as a woman and as an entrepreneur and really become into my own self as an individual. And I was like, wait, what did I do in this past year? What did I truly accomplish in this city that I couldn't actually just done comfortably in Halifax? 
And having that shock of reality is what I needed. And it really helped me get my, I guess, pardon, pardon the language, but get my shit together this past couple days. I did have a little bit of a vacation. I just got back yesterday. Well, you guys are going to hear this on Tuesday. Um, but uh, Sunday night, I got back from a ski trip. And uh, it was good to get away for a little bit. Now, <laughs> for those who are wondering, yes, I made it off of the Bunny Hill. We were at Blue Mountain, me and a couple of like some really great friends. And I attempted to go down one of the bigger hills and totally forgot to do the S-shaped swerve. So, yeah, sis tumbled. <laughs> I tumbled down the hill. I did not ski, lost some equipment. One of my skis came off. Shoulders a little screwed up, but hey, we're alive. We made it. <laughs> Everything is good. I quit skiing for the day after that and went into the village and went into a restaurant for the first time in four months. So it all made up for it in the end. <laughs> But I came back and really just wanted to grind and and uh, here we are. So, yeah. So back to what I was saying, my, my friend said, you know, what are you doing in this city if you're not trying to grow? And this is not pandemic or not. This is not a city that is and by any means cheap to live in. Like the average price of rent, if you are not a homeowner, everyone my age rents, right? So you're looking at like, if you want to be somewhat in the GTA, you're looking at anywhere between $1,000 to $30,000 a month just for an apartment. And that doesn't include your tra transportation. That doesn't include your groceries. Uh, that doesn't include your cell phone bill. I mean, I still have a 902 number and I still haven't even switched over to a local Ontario number, which I need to get on because like every little penny matters. And so, you know, this is definitely a place that if you're from a small town or a small city like myself, when you post photos on Instagram or you're on Snapchat, I mean, you look hella cool. You look, you know, it's a flex for, you know, where I'm from, but you can't just do things for other people and you can't live your life for the expectations of, of others either. So being in this city was because I felt complacent. I felt complacent in Halifax and complacency. And anyone will tell you this. If you work in sales, um, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have your own business, complacency is definitely the number one killer of dreams. And I saw way too, way too many people around me that were just comfortable. Now, I don't want to just settle for the average salary, nine to five job. My number one goal for this uh, upcoming season for season two is be more authentic. And I, I've definitely shared some funny stories with you all, but um, I want to be able to get more into who I am a little bit deeper with my experiences. And some of my friends know this, some of them do not, but um, I originally applied for the military before I moved to Toronto. I was looking for jobs. I was job hunting. I was sending out my resume to tons of companies, you know, just didn't really like the feeling of 
not having my day wasted, not have put my energy into something in the meantime, even if it was temporarily, the lockdown drove me nuts. And I got an interview with a security company. I accepted it. I went in, had an interview, and then they put me into a uniform and they said, all right, like your first day is going to be this day. You have to go to this condo. Uh, these are the instructions. We'll train you. la di da da And I put on the uniform and I looked to the mirror and I literally, guys, no joke. I looked in the mirror. I said, uh-uh, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not for me. And I went home and I wrote them an email and I said, I'm sorry. On Monday, I'm going to return this uniform this is just not for me. And that was a huge risk that I was taking because this was at a time, this was months ago now, this was at a time when no one knew when it would be okay to leave our houses again. No one knew when the lockdown was going to end. I mean, this was during a time that there was a small, small chance we were going to have a curfew just like Quebec. And that was scary. And for me to apply to, you know, I mean, hundreds of companies and, you know, get an interview and turn it down because it didn't make me happy, I didn't regret it. It was a risk, but I certainly don't regret it because I didn't move here to settle. I moved here to grow. And that was not growth for me. And I knew with my skill set that I could deliver more to the table than as uh, security guard. And so I took my break to focus on this upcoming season and to focus on myself and what my goals were. I've been trying to really find what do I want to do? And I'm always looking at ways to have multiple sources of income. Um, I would like to get to a place at some point where I can have, you know, maybe properties, um, where I can have like houses in different regions throughout Canada and turn them and flip them, turn them into rental properties. You know, I am trying to understand what stocks are after GameStop. Everyone is talking about stocks, 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 stocks. Um, you know, even AI trading is something that's really popular. And there's so many ways to increase your sources of income. And when you are in a city like Toronto, there's also so many creatives. Um, there's so many p- ways that you can network even with, oh, you know, physically being around people because of the lockdown. This city is so filled with other creative people I've come to realize even my group of friends now are other creatives, which is great. And they support and mentor me and we all are there to support each other. Uh, And if I didn't take advantage of that, I really should have just stayed in Halifax. And that was just a harsh reality. You know, here we are. I've declined the job offer I am trying to understand and these words have been stuck with me for the past two weeks and I knew that I wanted to start making some better changes for myself. So I looked into some schools and some colleges and I thought, you know what, I think I might go back to school. So I reached out to some local colleges, something maybe in healthcare. 
Um, Because I always feel my best when I'm giving back to other people or I can help others. And I thought maybe I could do really well as an RMT, as a massage therapist. And so I spoke to my friends. I said, you know what? What should I do? What should I do? Like, what? Like, BMQ is going to happen. What about the military? Like, and they were like, well, you know what? Like, you need to make the decision that feels right for you. And I found out, I'm going to share, I'm so happy to be able to share this with you guys. I found out so since May will be my one year of being a resident here, there is a grant for new residents of Ontario that pays for your school if you're looking to attend a college or a university here. And I found out that I'm actually eligible for a grant that will pay for my full tuition. So I think I'm going to go back to school and it is all online courses until the uh, clinic hours for the hands-on training. And hey, you know what? Even if I don't open up my own clinic, even if I do continue to pursue the military, to be a you know an RMT is just another way. Like I said, I can have another source of income. You know, whether that be I get a two bedroom condo and have clients come to my house on the weekends when I'm not working, since I will be stationed downtown, it is just something that like. Why not? With risk can come reward and with risk can also come loss. But I know that I would probably regret if I didn't do this. If I didn't make time for me. If I didn't take responsibility for me. And if I didn't take responsibility for my life choices here. And so that has definitely been on my radar while I've been away from the mic with you guys. I can see myself doing this course. So I'm so excited to be able to share that with you all. It's something that I've con- had to consider for a little bit, but I know that I feel best when I'm at a challenge and this may not be easy. School may not be. It's been a little while since I've been in school, but I am so, I'm so excited to pursue this. For those of you who did to have me on social media, I went on Instagram live to do a little recap of season one. And I had a really, really wonderful discussion on authenticity and honesty with a friend of mine who's a teacher in Halifax. And it was great. We had a great conversation. Uh, and then at that time, um, I have also been really, really active on TikTok as well. And one of my girlfriends in Los Angeles, who I met uh, through TikTok, she challenged me to uh, go on TikTok Live basically every single night um, or every day in the month of March to help with my engagement and to help with my, you know, uh, to be more social on the platform. And so I have, and it's been a phenomenal amount of response, of really great from the community, and everyone has been so supportive. And there was just, it really clicked with me when I did my TikTok live compared to my Instagram live. Not to say the discussion wasn't great on Instagram, but it clicked with me with something else is that the strangers who I've never met and, you know, somehow, (laughs) I don't know how this happened, but somehow my community that supports me on the TikTok platform or all people in the States, 
and I haven't really met any of them, were more willing to support me and say, hey, Janelle, we listened to Get This Cake. It's great. You know, um, Janelle, when are you going on live again? Then people that I've known for years on Instagram, because my Instagram is a little bit more personal to me. And, you know, whether you are making changes in your life for school or for work or towards your relationship or how you, you know, your skills or, you know, trying a new activity, whatever that case may be that you're trying to improve your health, your eating habits, whatever that may be. Sometimes, and I might get heat for this, but sometimes people who know you are less likely to support you than strangers. And when you come like from a place where I'm from, I remember when I went on Instagram live, there was people that I've known since I was a teenager that said, hey, I didn't even know you had a podcast. And when I went on my little ski trip, my getaway, there were some people that I've only met once or twice that came up to me and said, hey, I've listened to your podcast. And so I feel like sometimes for those that are still living in their complacent, day-to-day, comfortable lives, when they see people who've gotten out of it, when they've seen people who've escaped that mentality, when they've seen people that have escaped that reality of life and are challenging ourselves to do better, whether if that is moving to a new big city or just in general, getting out of that place of comfort they it's almost like a an envy of you know you came from the same place as me and I'm still here and you're there and you know what that's okay that's okay as you get older and as you grow your circle might get smaller and (laughs) I want to keep my circle small honestly I'm happy with keeping my circle small because the people that are in my circle are other uh, individuals who do want to grow. And, you know, you may not be in a situation where you could just pick up your things and move. I understand that. I'm very, very grateful and very, very fortunate that I had that opportunity. But I know not everyone has that privilege. But if I see that you are still the same person who thrives off drama, the same person who thrives off being in other people's business. You know, I don't really fancy the idea of having you in my life. And, you know, that's okay. But for any of my fellow friends who have been able to make that decision to pack up and leave and move to another big city, I definitely applaud and I commend you because it is not easy. And one of my biggest fears was always failure. I've seen people come here and burn out within a year and return back to Nova Scotia. And my biggest fear was to be like that. And I I didn't want that for myself. And when I look at that examples now, I'm thinking, baby girl, you had nothing to fear. They came here for the wrong reasons. They came here for the clout. They came here 
to live this fantasy of the big life for other people. Were they making the moves necessary to do it for them? No. And so, like I said, even if you are not in that position where you can make a move out of your hometown, where you can get out of your day-to-day life, where you, you might have to stay where you are, if you are living your life for you and you are making decisions to better yourself, then complacency has nothing on you, honey. I just, I'm just so happy that, you know, I do have this platform to talk to you all. And I come here and I talk to you about change and I talk to you about making decisions that are going to better your life because of my experiences. Because I have been in positions where comfort was safe for me. And I didn't like that version of myself. And I look back, even even when I look back at photos, like I'm sure you, we've all been there. You look back at old photos on your camera rolls. It can be a little cringy sometimes. I didn't look happy. I had money in the bank at all times, but I wasn't happy. And even when I didn't, maybe didn't have like money in the bank, I still stayed because I was too scared to take that step. I was too scared to take that step, next step forward. And now looking back, there's definitely been some mistakes I've made, but it's only up from here. For 2021, you know, we're going to be drinking our water. (laughs) We're going to be getting our bag, small circles, and self-love. And here is to a wonderful start to the month of March. I, uh, I'm i still doing my goals to uh, be active as possible on my lives. Uh, I had another friend challenge me this month to try to get 10K steps in a day. And you know what? I want to know, guys, what is something that you will challenge yourself for this, even if it's not just for the year, what is something that you are going to do to make a change in your life for maybe, let's say, the month of March? I want to know because, baby, it's okay. You can have your cake and you can eat it too. 